very, very special day. We began doing this actually a couple of of years ago, we began doing it, um, well, in some ways, we've been doing this for a very, very long time, but uh, a, a few years ago, we began uh, having a bit of an annual celebration, uh, a time in which we uh, point to some of the ministries that have been happening throughout the, the last year and uh, some of the lives that have been changed. I have to tell you something. In fact, I shared this briefly with the the uh, group in Connecting Point this morning, uh, I love to see changed lives. I, I love to he- see people who are making next steps. Many years ago, I got the idea of when we dedicate a child, let me explain that, when we dedicate a child, uh, we, we have the practice of when, when a family has a, a little baby or maybe they come to faith in Christ, we gather together on this platform and we pray over the, the child, the new child, and we ask God's blessing on them. We ask God's blessing on the parents. We call it a time of dedication. It's very biblical. This happened, both Old and New Testament, in the Bible. Many of you have seen that. Many of you have experienced it. Also at that time, um, many years ago, I began giving a letter to the parents, uh, thanking them for allowing me to ha- take part in that time, and then also a letter given to the child. Now, obviously, a uh, a few week old or a few month old child can't read, but, but I give it to them and I ask the parents to give it to that child when they turn 13, on, on or around their 13th birthday. <clears throat> and so they will often do that. Sometimes forget, you know, sometimes it gets lost or whatever. But Thursday night, I got a phone call and uh, actually I got a text and it said, uh, uh, Pastor Gary, this is Nathan, and he gave me his last name. He says, this is Nathan, and, and I was wondering if I can call you. And I, I said, well, sure. I, you know, I texted back, yeah, yeah, give me a call. He apparently had my number. He called me, and he said he gave me his name, Nathan, and last name. And, uh, and I said, I know you. They moved many years ago. I think maybe 10 or 11 years ago, the, this family moved. He says, he says, I just turned 13 a short time ago, and I got a letter from my mom and dad. And he said, I, I, I want, would you pray for me? I said, I don't know you, kid. And I hung up. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> I, I said, Nathan, I would be honored to do that. I would love to do that. And I just barely made it through the prayer. In fact, I didn't make it through the prayer without busting up because I was so blessed and honored to take part in that. I love to see changed lives. Yeah, that's pretty good. I love to see changed lives. I love to see people make those next steps. Well, this morning, this morning, I want to welcome some very special people. Not Nathan, the one that I spoke of a moment ago. He's, he's in a very different uh, community today. But I want to welcome some very special people to join me on the platform. So those of you who are, who are going to be up here, you go ahead and make your way up here. And, and now you're going to recognize some of these people. Some of these people you know and you know some of their stories. There are others who are coming. You may not know their stories, but this morning you're going to hear just a little bit of their stories. Um, and uh, some of, so some of them you're going to get to know just a little bit better. For about a dozen weeks now, if you've been with us here at AFA for about a dozen, sorry to turn my back on you guys, but this is how it is. Um, for about a dozen weeks, if you've been coming, we've been uh, in a kind of a message series called Going the Distance. And by going the distance, we mean that there is a beginning point in our relationship with Jesus Christ, but th- th- it's not just a beginning, it continues on from there. 
and, uh, and, and how going the distance means giving your heart to Jesus, but then subsequent steps that lead you not only closer to Christ, but being used of Him. Going the distance isn't just making it through your life without falling back into sin and then when you die you go to heaven. Going the distance means that he uses us along the way, he grows us along the way, and he uses us in many of these next steps. That being a follower of Jesus Christ is a journey, it is one step after another. Um, this morning, you're, you're again, you're, you're about to hear some of these these people's stories, and uh, you're going to hear some of, some of their accounts of some of the next steps that they have made in recent months and maybe even in recent years. Um, we're, we are calling today AFA Celebration of Ministries, Aberdeen First Assembly Celebration of Ministries, but it's a bit of a misnomer because it's not it's not that we're celebrating ministries so much as what God has done through those ministries in changing people's lives. And again, you're going to hear some of those stories. You're going to see some of those stories today. But let me just add, and I'm giving you just a little bit of a warning here, all right? This is not simply um, observation on your part. We are also giving you the opportunity for participation, Observation is one thing, participation is much more. So while you're going to hear them talking about some of the next steps that they have taken, we're also going to give you opportunity at the close of our time together to make some next steps yourself, every person here today. So I have, again, a number of persons helping me, and uh, one of those is, is Pastor Ryan. So Pastor Ryan uh, is our children's pastor and just a dear, dear friend, so many of you know him, Pastor Ryan, you're going to introduce some people, and you're going to share some people about, uh, some things about next steps. So why don't you go yeah, ahead and start? Thank sharing. you, Pastor. Uh, really, I'm excited for you all to to hear uh, uh, these stories up here. And uh, I've had the opportunity, uh, Pastor Ben and I, to sit down and, and listen to, to all of you and, um, uh, and, and a couple who couldn't be here, and I'll share that in a moment, uh, but to hear just the amazing stories of what God has done in, in your lives through you, uh, but also some of the things that have happened in, in, in others' lives because of the next steps that you've taken. And so I'm excited to share that with you uh, and, and our first uh, story that we want to share with you is actually of uh, Tony and Christine Davis. Now, Tony and Christine couldn't be here today, and so if you think of them, uh, be praying for them. The, uh, they are uh, sick as well, and, and their kids are, and so if you think of them, be praying for them. Uh, they so badly wanted to be here today. Yesterday, uh, talked to them, and, and it, they knew it just wasn't going to work, and they, uh, they, they, they wish they could be here with you to share their story. Uh, but fortunately, uh, as with others here, we, we have stories uh, on video, and so you're going to get to see them. And so uh, uh, without me telling you, uh, I want you just to go ahead and, and see Tony and Christine Davis's their first step. So go ahead and check it out on the screen. When I originally came here, when I was a kid, I, I came with my mom, and once I got into college age, I decided that I didn't want to go anymore, and so I quit, and I actually, I actually ran away from God for 20 years, and got into drinking, and basically alcoholism. When I went to college, it, it was a growing up experience. I, I 
had to deal with the everyday, you know, everyday life on my own and no guidance, you know, and just, I really didn't have a purpose at that point. I just thought all I really needed to do was drink and, and chase women and that was my goal. <laughs> I really didn't have, have an end goal. So, and then uh, when I was in college, one of my one of my friends in the fraternity died from alcohol poisoning, and that was kind of a turning point. That was my first rock bottom in my life. It was it was difficult, and I actually quit. It made me quit drinking for about two years. And when I came home from college. I was still not drinking, and I just decided that one night I was gonna have a beer again. Uh, it started over and it was worse. And it continued to get worse, even up until the point that I met my wife, Christina, and it continued into our marriage, which had a lot of devastating effects on our marriage. And it was, it just made things tougher, you know, all, all around. I came here from California about eight or nine years ago with the sole intent of changing my life and getting off of drugs, getting off of, well, not alcohol. I didn't get clean from alcohol for several years after that, but a life-changing event. I spent a lot of time in jail, was a very bad drug addict for probably 25 or more years. So I came here with the intent to change that. Okay, so I think a major turning point would be when we received some CDs from my father, some Robert Morris discs, um, brought a lot of things to, to light in our lives that I wasn't aware of, that I soon became aware of, and the power of admission between us and the power of forgiveness between us. I think the, the discs were a, a, life, a life changer because they gave us the opportunity to hear somebody else's perspective of um, salvation. Yes, the power From the power of doing so much wrong, yet God can the change, all. yes, the change that God can make and the change that the power that that has over your life. One Sunday in church. They uh, they all came out holding up cards with stuff written on the cards, and I was sitting there watching, wondering if it was real or if it was just you know these are the things that you can be saved from kind of situation, or if these people had actually gone through it. And when I when I finally understood that it was what these people had been dealing with, I. I looked at all those cards and there was, every one of them applied to me except for no one. And that's just because for me it was a physical impossibility. So the amount of shame and guilt that I felt for all those things, just, it, it changed the way I saw myself. It changed the way I saw God in my life. And I'm just very thankful that he 
showed me humility. I'm Tony Davis. I'm Christine Davis. And this is our next step. So cool to, to hear their story and uh, of, of what God has done through their lives and how they've allowed themselves to be changed. And I know they wanted to be here uh, to share even a little bit more after that video of, of even things beyond what they shared there. And uh, as if that there, there's just something to celebrate. It was so amazing what God has done. Uh, and I know in talking to Christine, kind of even taking it another step of how cool it is, you heard a little bit of her story there and talking about the addictions and spending time in jail. And, and certainly at a point in her life, uh, serving in a church in, in a ministry capacity was probably not on the radar, not something she saw herself doing um, and I'm not going to cry because Pastor Ben told me, don't you dare cry up here, right? Um, uh, um, I don't listen very well. You're right, Sam. Thank you. Uh, it, it, it's cool because this last Sunday was Christine's, uh, her first official day as part of our kids' ministry team. And, and some of them might be like, oh, you know, is that a big step? I mean, hearing her story, and I've, gotten to, I've had the opportunity to sit down and talk to her and, uh, before joining the team, and it's just one of those, wow, you know, Christine, this was your life, and now look at it. She's wow, and, and she's part of a, a team here in the church, and God is using her, and she stepped up and taken next steps, and it's so cool to see. Uh, but uh, and Tony, uh, hearing him, one of the things he wanted to share, you mentioned in there about, how their lives and, and, and their stories and how things were affecting their marriage. We talked about salvation and how it didn't just change his life. It didn't just change his addictions or free him from things. It began to change things around him. It began to affect everything around him. And that salvation changed his marriage as both of them began focused towards the same goal of, of serving God and trusting and following him. And they found the power to work together and the power to forgive one another. And, 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 and it's something I, I can't, you know, express the way he did, but he just, he, that's something he wanted to share uh, was uh, of how it didn't just, just change the things in his life and the way he did things. It began to affect everything about his life. And it's so cool to see and listen and talk to them and their story today. And I know, Pastor Ben, you actually had the opportunity to hear more of his story at Men's Monday Night Fellowship as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that, was, that was the first time I got to hear Tony's story was at Monday Night Fellowship. And uh, several guys were here that night. And, you know, I told you not to cry. But I was definitely feeling a little emotional that night uh, when I was just hearing Tony's testimony and how real it was to him. You know, these weren't just like... You know, these were big things in his life that he couldn't get out, get out from under on his own. Uh, but yet when, when he said, God, I surrender, that's when he was able to uh, break that spirit of addiction. And it's just so amazing uh, what God has done in their lives. And, and it's so cool to see when someone accepts Christ, uh, it's, it's a personal decision, but yet it overflows into every other part of their life and into other people. Uh, you could see the next steps that they've already taken since uh, they were saved. And, and the next story that we want to highlight is, is a story of overflow, a, a story of God did something in their life, and, and it just overflowed into other people. And, and so, Katie, we're going to highlight you. Katie is one of our students at One Cause Youth, and uh, God has done a great work in, in Katie's life, and she's been able to share that with others. Uh, so let's check out Katie's story this morning.
I started coming here in about May last summer, and I guess what I really liked about it, well, first of all, one of my friends was already here, so I knew somebody, and no one was judgmental, I could just be me. And it was also fun because we did a lot of fun activities. fall of last year we had this big competition in youth group called Squad Wars and we were challenged to invite friends and we had many competitions where we could earn points for our team. So since I wanted to win, I brought a couple of my neighbours and they started coming every week. So after a couple weeks of attending, my friends had a chance to accept Jesus in their life. I'm Katie Jankula, and this is my next step. Katie, I think it's so cool that you know you were you were new to to one cause. You were new to youth group. And yet you invited your friend, and God used you to to overflow into other people's lives. Now, what grade are you in, Katie? I'm in seventh grade. Seventh grade. And I just love so much the fact that you can be in seventh grade and God can still use you. You don't need to be a senior. You don't need to be a a college graduate. God can use you right where you are. And you're a living proof. You're a living example of that, of pouring out into your friends' lives and and seeing God do a great work. And how long have you known your, your neighbors there? About five and a half years. Well, five and a half years. So for five and a half years, uh, you know, you, you knew him, you built that relationship with him, and it just took that one, one encounter, that one contact of saying, you know, you and your mom, get in the car, let's go. We're going to youth group tonight, you know. And, and they've been back every week since. And it's so cool to see uh, that God is using you. Uh, as a seventh grader, to be able to impact the world around you, to be able to impact your neighbors. Uh, now, Caitlin, you're, you're up here as well, and you're one of our Wednesday night leaders, uh, one of the girl leaders that we have, and you were there during our Squad Wars competition, how that went. Uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit, just your impressions of Katie and how that all went down uh, in October. Well, she was not on my team, but I wish she was because it would have gotten a lot of points. But... Um, what I heard was she wanted everyone, she was going to invite everyone in her class to come, and that is so cool. And even though everyone didn't come, <laughs> four people did. And uh, three have been coming back, and they've given their life to Jesus. It's because you invited them. Yeah, and you just, you came so excited. You come, you come excited every week, and it's so awesome to watch you grow, and to watch your friends grow, and it's just been really awesome to watch you. It has been. Uh, it's been an honor to see that. It, it was so cool. I mean, we even gave you the MVP award for that whole month. I mean, it, it, was just, it was just so special to see God work through you and, and use you in such a powerful way, you know. And it's, uh, you know, there's not like necessarily an order to the steps that, that we have in life in this Christian walk. We, we all do things at different pace. And, and so it's just cool that, you know, God moved in your life. And you didn't stop. You shared that with somebody else. It, it kind of reminds me of in John chapter 4, Jesus meets this woman at a well. And has this, she has this incredible encounter with Jesus. And her life is totally changed. But she doesn't keep it to herself. She goes back to her town. She tells the whole town. You know, that's, I picture that's Katie right there. She goes back and she tells her whole class and tells her whole school, like, God is amazing. Um, I, I want to tell everyone about him. Uh, he did a work in my life. Come see, come see him for yourself. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the step that God has, has 
put in your heart and that you've taken. And, and I just think that that is so incredible. So what a story. Uh, the next story that we want to share this morning is, is Sam and Shanna Anderson. And uh, you guys have been involved in the church for probably about seven years now by what I can estimate. And uh, so about seven years you guys have been involved in the church and you've done several things. But this past year God uh, has put on your heart another step to take. So let's check the video on, on your story. We attended a life group for a while, um, a life group for a while, and then life got busy. <laughs> we weren't making time for it, and we weren't able to make the times that they had. Um, so we kind of quit going to life group. We've always had a desire to get involved, uh, but just the struggles of life and, and, and the busyness of life, both with full-time jobs and, and three kids, now we felt like we could actually still treat our kids the way they needed to be treated and, and still reach out and get involved with the church and, and really just make some additional contacts and relationships. And then Pastor Brad approached us and said if somebody wasn't able to lead the life group at that time, would we be willing to start a life group or pick up that life group? Um, and that we talked about it and felt like now was a perfect time to do that. Um, we could. We had always kind of felt like we wanted to do something like that, but it took maybe a little bit of prodding, which is which is okay sometimes uh, to be pushed outside of your comfort zone. It's something that we wanted to get involved in, get 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 a little more close-knit group uh, within the church itself. I think Life Groups has been the, my favorite. When we bought our house, that's what I pictured, was people coming over, getting to enjoy a meal together, getting to talk, getting to know them, opening our house up for that kind of stuff. That's really what I wanted from the time that we bought our house. take credit for a little bit like <laughs> Shanna wanted to go like very organized structured like maybe do some kind of a specific study and like all the people that are planning to come with all the kids that we have planning to come it's just going to be very frustrating if we try to do something incredibly organized and structured and I think the the design of what we've done just kind of have a meal share what's going on in each other's lives and let the kids go crazy in the basement. I think it's worked out well. Yeah, much less stressful than what could have been. <laughs> well, it's just within our small group, everybody kind of knows the struggles that uh, a few of the folks have had and just being able to walk with them and some different things and good things as well. It's just good to get together, share what's going on in each other's lives, and be there if, if something does happen. Creating those relationships that aren't just Sunday morning saying hi or going out to lunch on Sunday, um, but calling each other up or texting each other or trying to get together throughout the week. I think that's been great for me 
to be able to reach out to certain people throughout the week. I'm Sam Anderson. I'm Shanna Anderson, and this is Our Next Step. So Sam, uh, you know, thanks for, thanks for sharing your story. Uh, it's been a process for you guys. You know, you're, you're, you've been involved in many different things, but what I love about the kingdom of God is there's always a next step that you can take. There's always a, uh, another mountain that we can climb. God's always got something more for us. And, and it's cool seeing your story with life groups and how uh, God had something more for you. He's not done with you yet. And uh, why don't you share just a little bit about, you know, what your life group looked like. You shared a little bit in there about crazy kids in the basement. You just locked the door or something. But um, can, can you share a little bit? What does, what does your life group look like? If you guys don't have a cage, it's awesome. Getting a cage. <laughs> Jokes. That's a joke. So our life group is, is basically either uh, young couples or, or uh, uh, young families. Um, and like I said with Shanna, I'll take credit for this. She wanted to do something like, we're going to have a young marrieds, young couples study. And I said, that's going to be very interesting with everybody that comes to our uh, small group uh, with all the kids. So basically the only thing we really do is uh, provide a meal uh, and invite whoever can come because Everybody with a small family knows how interesting it is at times. And basically just give them the night off to, uh, to, to eat with us. And we just go around and uh, pray for each other. Uh, and basically just share uh, what's going on in each other's lives. And uh, there's a lot of times that we can just let the kids go to the basement and we can eat by ourselves. Uh, I know young families don't always get to eat and it, it'd be quiet. Uh, so... Nothing real complicated, but it's been a, a big blessing. Well, I know I've had the opportunity to, uh, to be part of that. And uh, my, fam- my kids have been those kids locked. In the- okay, no, the door's not locked. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think. Uh, no, uh, but my kids have been able to be part of that. And it has been cool because, you know, to, to do ministry or to have powerful moments of prayer and, and walking with each other, just doing life together. Really, that's kind of, it's like we're just doing life together and, and being real, being raw. People can be transparent. And because many of us are at the same stage, but, you know, you don't have to have that perfect still moment with music in the background, um, you know, and everybody quiet to, to do life together and to pray and to minister. You know, there can be a kid in the background, you know, banging a toy on the ground, and yet we can still pray for each other, right? It's amazing how that works. Uh, but it's cool that, that culture, that atmosphere that you've created there. And so I know I appreciate it. My family's appreciate it. And, and many families here have appreciated that. So thank you for doing that. Uh, I know my, my heart is for kids and, and families. Uh, being a kids pastor here, that's what, that's what I love. Uh, I'm always thinking about it, dreaming about, you know, what we can do and how we can better minister to kids and partner with families. And as much as I love seeing kids come to know Jesus and kids come to, to know the Bible and, and uh, to trust God, one of the things I love the most is, is seeing other people get to be part of that and seeing other people get to be part of what's happening in the lives of kids and students. And I know, Lisa, uh, you're, uh, I'm not going to cry over here, okay? So uh, you got your Kleenexes? All right. Uh, so because, uh, and I say that because, Lisa, you're a rock star when it comes to kids' ministry. Uh, I, I'm so excited. Uh, I was so excited when Lisa became part of the team, and, and I don't want to I don't want to share it. I want I want Lisa to share about her next steps uh, of being a part of our team. So go ahead and check out Lisa's story. Well, about two years ago, um, I have some autoimmune health issues, and uh, about two years ago, I got really really sick. 
um, was not able to work anymore. Um, I couldn't see very well. I couldn't even get around my own house. Um, you can imagine going from um, being a very busy workaholic kind of person to doing absolutely nothing and relying on everybody really, really changed my whole perspective. And quite honestly, I got kind of pouty, like, oh, woe is me, and I can't do anything. And it was amazing to me that people in the church could see more in me than I could see. And Pastor Ryan one day came up to me and says, you know, I wonder if you'd be interested in helping out with kids or, or even uh, little people. And I thought, oh, I, I can't do that. I, I've been told I can't do anything. I, I don't know that I'd be able to physically do that or see what I'm doing or, or handle that. And so I pouted on myself a little bit more and, and I kept you know, hearing a voice and I kept thinking, you know, maybe that's something I want to do. was able to come in and get to know the kids, the classes, um, get to know little people in general, I call them little people. Um, it's amazing to me how much this has changed my life. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy watching these kids and how they grow in Christ. Um, I worried so much about what I could do that I was so nervous that I didn't think anybody was learning anything. The biggest thing for me has been believing that God can use me. I was so worried about what I couldn't do that I forgot that God can do. Now it's been about a year and a half. and. I am shocked by what I can do, but I'm in awe of what God can do because I see all these little people that I'm helping. They are truly my heart. Um, I love it when they come up to me, they have questions. Mrs. Lisa, Mrs. Lisa, what about this? Or, you know, learning passages and being able to look those up in the Bible and being able to actually have a conversation. My kids are third through sixth grade girls on Wednesday nights and they can be a hard group sometimes because there's so much energy and so much spirit there, but at the same time they're extremely inquisitive in what they want to learn and what they want to know, and they just love being fed the Word, and it is so great to me to see this. Serving to me is never a burden. It used to be. I used to be such a workaholic that I used to think to myself, I don't have time for that or oh you know I have to go to the church and serve or I have to go to the church and help with a project I'm the other way now like I want to come and be with people and I want to see what's going to happen by me helping being a part of everything growing and, and thriving my name is Lisa Ham, and this is my next step I remember Lisa when we uh, we uh, I talked to you and said, so, well, why don't we just 
why don't we go grab some coffee and we can talk about it, right? And uh, I remember you telling me about that and saying, I just, I don't know. And, and saying, well, let's just let's pray about it. I remember for the next you know, couple of few months, really, we kind of talked. And, and, and I remember talking to you on the phone and, and hearing you, you're kind of like, you know what? So I'm praying about it. I don't have a good reason why I can't try it. And, uh, it, and so, and, and you started and said, let's just check it out. And you checked it out. And pretty soon you were assisting. And pretty soon you were leading that girl's small group. And you were the harvest party helping out and helping out with OM Tiffany events at an elementary school. And we were thinking, man, I don't know. I mean, Lisa would be great at this. I, I don't know if I want to ask. And you're like, oh, can I please? And uh, it, it's been so cool to see your heart for kids. And I know. I know, and, and, and parents here who have kids that have been with Lisa or if you've served alongside Lisa, uh, you know the impact that she has uh, on kids and, and the impact that they've had on you. I know you talk a lot about what it's meant for you uh, to, to be with those kids. But I know there's also something interesting because a lot of times on Wednesday night, I'm, I'm locking up doors and there's this light on in a room up over here. And there's these ladies in there and, and sometimes they're laughing together, sometimes they're crying together. Um, uh, but I know there's there's been some cool connections and relationships you made. Would you maybe just share a little bit about what, what that's meant, those connections, just being a part of the team and growing in the church there? Well, not only do the little kids touch my heart, but quite honestly, the more time I find to volunteer, the more I'm drawn to the church. As, as Pastor mentions, the church, the people in the church. And everything that everybody does in the church, especially for the little people, um, it's not a one-person show. And so I'm so thankful that I have um, Jamie Kinzer and Bobby E. Conger. They're my co-leaders and quite honestly, um, co-conspirators at times. Um, we come up with some great ideas for the kids. But we tried to get together, too, and, and kind of say, you know, what worked tonight? What didn't work tonight? Um, and, you know, try to improve everything that we do. Um, we pray for our kiddos all the time. Um, there are some really big obstacles some of them are facing, but at the same time, doors are swinging open, and nothing is better than to see joy on their faces um, and, and see them in Christ in those moments when they're learning and growing. Um, I use, and I, and I mean this lightly, but at the same time, kind of honestly, I really do use the energy that Bobby and Jamie give me, the knowledge that Bobby and Jamie give me, um, I need that help, and quite honestly, you know, it, it can be a little scary to jump into a position where you're not used to doing this. Um, I would have never thought that I would have been helping leading on Wednesday nights and, and working with little kiddos. I never, ever would have thought that I would have enjoyed it this much. Anybody who knows me knows this is my heart. I didn't think so. I've been here for a while. I haven't volunteered for a while, and all of a sudden, God opened up the door through circumstances that I thought were horrible, but he said it's prime time, and that's the biggest thing. Now, when I come and volunteer, especially um, not only with little kids, I, I mean, I help with other things. I help with the kitchen and things. It's such a fellowship time with everybody you're with, and it, you know, volunteering is just a small portion of what you do. It may be the physical part of what you do, but the fellowship that you get from it, that brings me the biggest joy. The fellowship, for me, the little kiddos that I see, the other leaders uh, saying hi to everybody on Wednesday nights. When I leave, my heart is full. And I don't know if there's too many places that you all go 
where you go and you're uplifted and your heart is full when you leave. So think about just taking that next step and finding a place to come and volunteer. It might be a little scary at first, but we'll pair you up with people like Bobby and Jamie that'll help you out and, and you know, make it go a little easier on you and then you know, you'll be able to be the rock star that Ryan seems to think that I am, so. Well, you definitely are. Uh, I've seen that, and uh, it, it's cool because I've seen that in you. You know, it's one of the things you just got to see of, you know, to tell someone that, hey, when you give of yourself, you can actually walk away with, yeah. you know, uh, more energy. Now, th there's times where it can be physically exhausting, right? Uh, but yet, uh, you walk there's away There's a with lot that. of steps. I don't know if anybody knows. There's a lot of steps up and down, so just saying. That was, that was the thing that I was like, I am but not on those steps. But, uh, you know, it's amazing what can happen when you start running around with kids, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's so cool. And I so appreciate your leadership. So thank you. Thank you, thank you Lisa. Thanks for, um, thanks for thinking of me and taking a chance that um, you knew I could do it and God knew I could do it. I just needed that little push. And uh, that was probably the most amazing thing that I could have gotten from anybody was taking a chance on me and helping me believe I could do it. Well, glad to be part of what God's yeah. doing. Thank you all for the next steps that you've all taken uh, up here and being part of different things. And I know uh, these aren't the only uh, next steps that have happened in church, but we so appreciate you sharing it. Because the pastor, I'm sure you could probably go on for a while of things that happened and, 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 and things to look forward to here in 2019, really. Yeah, yeah. you know, really what, what, what you just mentioned uh, Ryan and, and really what all of you in fact I'm, Caitlin would you go that way and Katie just that way I'm going to stand between you guys so that, that uh, I can look at you and, and maybe make comment but yeah you know it's, we, we, could, we could take a lot of time this morning uh, persons that are here this morning here in front of me uh, persons that couldn't be here today we could take a lot of time and share and hear a lot of stories of what God has done not only in them but through them but I just want to make, I, I, took, I took notes, I took notes on this, and uh, you know, if you would have told me five years ago that Tony and Christine Davis would be on the screen giving their testimony, I would not have necessarily been surprised because I know the power of God, but I would have been very intrigued. But look what God can do. Look what God can do. And, and when I see that, I say, Lord, do it again. Katie, wow, what a story. I mean, somebody invited her last, was it May? So not even, not even a year ago. And then right after that, she comes to, God does a, a great work in her life and she starts inviting her friends and then they come to Christ. Come on, folks, how cool is that? That's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, it's not like, oh yeah, well, someone else will do it. No, it's like she said, I just found the most wonderful person in the whole world. His name is Jesus. Let me tell you about him. You know, the church is not a building, right? You know that. It's not this structure. We think of that when we think of Aberdeen First Assembly. We think of that, that brick building on the intersection of 281 North and Fairgrounds Road. I know that, but that's really not the church. The church the, you're seeing just a portion of it here, people that have taken the next step. Well, um, Sam, um, you, you said, you, you made this great phrase. You said, sharing life together. I love it. And, and that's what church is supposed to be. It's not just go, show up, listen, maybe sing, maybe shake one hand or two and then leave as soon as possible. But church 
is, is not just a place, and it's not just a people, but it's sharing life together. Now, I, I'm thinking that next Sunday, uh, you guys are probably having a life group. There's probably going to be a lot of food and probably some football or something involved with that. And that's great because it's beyond these walls and it's people sharing together. There's something else that you said, and, and, and you said a little prodding. It, it, that's a quote. You said it took a little prodding. Somebody, somebody came and did a little bit of prodding and they, they said, would you consider this? And, and it was because of that little bit of prodding, but also because of their sensitivity to the leading of the Lord and their obedience, all of a sudden things began to change. Lisa. Um, wow, um, I have four things on Lisa. Um, you said, this has changed my life. That's a quote. This has changed my life. Uh, I, I'm so glad. It's supposed to be that way. Because church, it, we're, we're supposed to be changed. I mean, if our life isn't changed, really do we have faith in Jesus Christ? I, I mean, he changes us. And and I've known Lisa a long time. We, our, our kids are pretty much the same age throughout. Uh, I think your oldest and our oldest are like a week or so apart. Yeah. I mean, I've known her for so long. But again, it's been so much fun to see what God has done in Lisa and her husband, Kevin, in Next Steps. They, they've, they, they, it wasn't just, okay, I've done it. I'm apart now. No, the, the next step. You also said this. I'm in awe of what God can do. Yeah, yeah, you should be in awe of what God can do because God can do anything, but God chooses to do what he desires to do almost always through people. So while, while we are in awe of what God can do and only he can change a heart and a mind and a life, he often does that through other people, not just through Lisa and a, and a few other select persons, but he does it through all of us. You said, I want to see who wrote this? I want to see what God will do with me being a part. With me being a part, right? It's, 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 it's not just him, it's me. It, it, it's, it's he's using me. And then, and then uh, uh, you said it can be scary. That's a quote. You said it can be scary. Now, now let, me, let me tell you something. Next steps are almost always scary. Next steps are almost always scary. Because what it is, it's a life of faith. And when God says, I want to use you in a new way, or I want to do a new thing in you, or I want to do something that's never been done in you before, you're kind of like, yeah, but I'm, I'm comfortable with the old. I'm fa- I, I like the familiar. Next, you said it can be scary. It will be scary. It will always be scary. When God places before you the next step, it will always be scary. But I encourage you, if you want to be used of God and you want to see, what, what did you say? This has changed my life. You, you, if you want your life to be changed, you must take the next step. Um, I mentioned earlier this morning that uh, this is not just observation, but it's also going to be participation. And I would like, when you came in this morning, you saw a card that looked just like this. Uh, on your pew, and I want you to reach over, and I want you to grab it right now, right? Everyone, pick it up, pick it up. In fact, not only pick it up, but hold it up. Let me see it, everyone. Does anyone not have one? Let me see, all right? Yeah, raise your hand, yeah, you got this up already. All right, so you all have one. 
I, I want you to take it on the, on, on the back, or maybe it's the front, I'm not sure, but it looks just like what's on the screen here, my next step. But I want you to turn to the back. You see the back there? Now there's something else that I want you to do. I want everyone to do this. I want you to do this. I want you to do this not for our sake, but for your sake. No, no let, me, let me rephrase that. Not for our sake or your sake, but for the kingdom's sake. I want you to do this. Now, some of you are right now thinking, I'm not going to do I want you to do this. I want, as your pastor, I'm asking you, um, I'm asking you, take this card and then reach in and you see that pen in front of you and that pew rack that's there for a reason. I want you to pull that out or pull one out of your pocket. I want you to do that. And I want you to pull that pen out and I want you to put your name, put your name. Don't put someone else's name. Don't put a fictitious name. Put your name on there. I, we will, there's no Donald Ducks here today. Put your name on there. And then, and then if, if you would, please, put your phone number. We won't give it to anyone. We won't sell it to anyone. We won't misuse it, but we, we want a contact number. If we don't, we, we may have it already, but I want you to do that. Your name and your number. And then under that, you see a couple things there. You three, see three different areas. You see, I took or want to take a first step. Listen, I, I shared earlier that one of the most important, not, not one of the, the most important step that we can ever take, that we will ever take, is to follow Jesus Christ. Now see, that's what all of these persons have in common up here. All the persons that you saw on the screen this morning, they made a cognitive, willful decision to follow Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit drew them, but they recognized their need for the Savior Jesus Christ. And they asked Jesus to come into their heart. You could, that would be another story. That would be another set of videos of, of, of how, how each person here came to Christ and how their life has been transformed. But maybe you haven't. Maybe you haven't yet. Maybe you have yet to surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe you need to today say, Lord Jesus, I want to accept you then I'd like you to do this with that pen and with that piece of paper. I want you to reach down and I want you just to circle that or, or put a check in that box, a little X in that box, salvation. See, that, that, that's the most important step. In fact, I want to just pause right now and I want to pray with you. And I want you very quietly but very clearly to pray this prayer with me in your heart and in your mind. Would you bow your heads with me? Jesus, I surrender my life to you right now. I recognize that you are my Lord and my Savior. I recognize that without you, I can do nothing. And so I ask that you would forgive my sins, come into my heart. I make this most important step that I will ever make in my life. I believe that this next step will begin a journey that will last throughout eternity with you. So I give my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, now if you prayed that prayer, if you prayed that prayer, you began the most wonderful, amazing journey ever. If you've experienced that, say amen. Yeah powerful but there's more remember it's that, that following Jesus Christ is not just is not just not just one step but it's many 
water baptized. We're going to have a water baptism service here in not too long, uh, and, and uh, a water baptism service, rather, in not too long, and we're, we want you to be a part. And if you just prayed that prayer, or if you've not yet been water baptized, then I want you to check that box. Last week, the week before, I talked about the, the baptism in the Holy Spirit and the power of God. And, and, and if you want that, then I, 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 want, I want you to check that and say, Lord, I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I want to be empowered by you to do what you've called me to do. And then you see the next section. Now remember, you, you, you have that pen and you have that piece of paper, and I want you to do this. I'm interested in the next step, and that is growth. Because it's not just experiencing things from the Lord, it's also growing in the Lord. And you see Life Group here. You, you heard Sam and Shanna share earlier. Shanna couldn't be here. She's working at the hospital today. But you heard them share on the video how it really was a life changer for them and how the Lord is using them and using that time in their home. Maybe you've never tied into a life group. You've, you've just said, ah, that's, that's not for me. You've never checked it out. Or maybe you did once or twice, and, and we want you to do that. Would you check that? Because that can be a real key, a part of your growth in the Lord. Bible study. Uh, we have a lot of Bible studies happening throughout the week, men and women combined. We have, we have Bible studies happening every Sunday morning. And, and, and if, if that's something that you've not yet taken part in, we want you to check that as well. And then the last box. I'm interested in the next step, and that is serving. What was it that Lisa said? What was it that you said? Um, this has changed my life. I want to see what God will do with me being a part. From personal experience, and I can't go in because of our time, I can't go in this at length, but nothing short of salvation and the baptism in the Holy Spirit I think nothing will change your life more than being used of God in some way. To take that next step and say, I'm a little scared, right? I'm a little scared, or I'm a lot scared. It will be scary, but I want to be used of the Lord. And you take that next step. Folks, if you're going to go the distance, if you're going to make this life count, and this life goes so quickly... Before you know it, this life is over. We only have one shot at this, folks. So in the, the few years that we have here, may we be used of God. And some of you aren't. Just speaking openly. Some of you aren't. There's things that need to be done that aren't being done because we don't have someone to do it. But there's something more than that. There's a way that God wants to grow you and do an amazing thing in you that will happen because you are being used of God. You see there's some things you see. Kids. Working with kids. Or youth. Or hospitality. The new people in our church that we're reaching every week. You can be a part in that. Or how about life group? to lead one. You go, I, I could never do that. Well, yeah, some of these people thought they could never be used in certain ways as well. How about worship? We had someone up here on the platform for the first time this week. As far as I know, a person had never been here, but was willing to be used in leading people into worship. That might be you in the coming year, in, in this year, in 2019. How about tech? You go, oh, you know, I, I, I have some certain abilities. Some of you have some amazing computer abilities. 
and you're wasting it on computer games. And I believe God wants to use you in some tech ways. Because he wants to use your abilities and your passions for ways that will have kingdom change in people. There's other. Oh, there's so many other. So many other opportunities. But we want you to make the next step. So I want you to do this. Y'all have it. Y'all have it in your hands. You got your name. You got, and I want you to do this. Now, I'm going to ask my friends here, all of you on the platform, you, would you go ahead and make your way out? They're going to go, and, and they're, going to, they're going to stand at these exits. In just a few moments, many of us, those of us who signed up to, uh, to have lunch together in our members' meeting, uh, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to go to lunch, and that's just getting ready to serve here. We're going to, we're going to start serving here in about five or six minutes, straight up at twelve. We're going to start serving, but these people are going to be at the doors, and we want you to hand this to them. And 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 that is going to begin the next step for you. That's going to begin the next step. Oh, it's scary. Yeah, again, it's scary. But this is powerful. So how is God going to use you in the coming months? Now, I don't know if you're going to be up here next year. I don't know if you're going to be up here a year from now. But I know this, that God is going to change lives and he wants to do it through you. Amen. I'd like you to stand with me, please. You all have that card. You have it in your hand. Don't put it back on the pew. Don't stick it in your Bibles. This is your next step. This is your next step. This is your next step. Something on here, something on here is your next step. We want you to experience the next step. We're almost done here this morning, and uh, we're going to gather together. If you see one of these that was used up here on the platform, I want you to greet them and thank them for what God is doing in them and through them. We also want to pray over our meal. And let's trust God to use us in next step. Would you bow your heads with me, please? Lord, what a blessing it is to see changed lives. I love it, Lord. I love it. And, and, it, and it makes me long for more. So that, Lord, what we saw today is just a, a small portion of what, what is going to happen in the coming months and years. Lord, there are going to be people up here, people whose stories we see months from now that we're going to be amazed because of the power of God. So now, Lord, use us in next steps. Bless our food, our fellowship, our brief time of meeting and, and a report on, 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 on other things. But Jesus, we ask your blessing, I ask your blessing upon these people who today because they've heard these stories and have been prompted by your Holy Spirit and maybe prodded a little bit by a pastor. They're going to make a next step. I ask your blessing upon them as we leave this place, as we continue the journey, walking with you. Help us, Lord. Help us to go the distance, to finish strong, and then, Lord, we'll have all of eternity to enjoy it. We thank you. We pray your blessing on this meal again in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You can hand those cars to persons on your way out. Those of you who are signed up, you can make your way into the gymnasium. God bless you this morning. <laughs>